Everybody, welcome back. It's GoodLifeBabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans, episode 149. Hey, folks, welcome back. It's GoodLifeBabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans, episode 149. Just like Joel said just now. I'm saying it again. We're here in the LSU Heme-On Chemotherapy Center at LSU Medical Center on the corner of Canal and Galvez. Hey, we're on the Endymion route. We are on the Endymion route. That's right. Here. It's going to be right outside. Tomorrow. We're have a big party on Tomorrow Saturday. Tomorrow to How am I doing over here? Just Good? Move your mic a little bit. Okay. Right, the uh, look, folks. The bumper music was courtesy of Aaron Lambert. What's up, Aaron? Hey, it's courtesy of Dirty Dozen Brass Band. Actually, just sending some carnival love out to everybody. Uh, from your phone. Yeah, from the phone, of course. High tech stuff here. Uh, I want to wish everybody a happy Mardi Gras. And um, actually, came by with a specific question for you, Jeff. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, two nights ago, a friend of mine called me late at night with a question that led me to think they were in some type of barroom argument and needed like backup. Okay. Uh, the question he I'm was good for that. the question he was given and the one that he posed me with was on your Mount Rushmore of comedies, four comedies, which would they be? Wait, how did this happen? Wow. What did this have to do with the argument or whatever? Well, I'm not sure it was an argument. I'm just trying to think of why somebody would text me at 12.30 in the morning oh, okay. asking me who I would put on my Mount Rushmore of comedies. Maybe they were just really high, but I think they were probably... What were you saying? Mount Rushmore of comedies, you mean yeah. movies? Think, what are your four... Yes. What are the, what are the four movies? God. Uh, well, I mean, it, it's like right off the top of my head, I would say Dr. Strangelove has got to be there. Okay. Right? That's got to be one. Okay. Uh, that wasn't one of the ones I originally included in, in the four off the top of my head, but that I, I didn't think of that. May I make a suggestion on like uh, this production right now? Uh-huh. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I think the way to go is that we go around the room and we do our all of us in the room do our Mount Rushmore one at a time. Okay. I don't want to alarm you, but I just got a, a notice that police are searching for a guy that stole nine hundred dollars worth of crawfish for the seven ward. <laughs> okay. Randy, Randy Perez. In, big things are happening. In what? That's the big question. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. It. It's hot. You got 900 pounds in your trunk? <laughs> well, here's, here's the, all right. So, Dr. Strangelove. Dr. Strangelove. Can I, get, me, can I take and I have to. I got to muse this over for a while. Can I take the fourth yeah. Okay, right. go ahead. Do one at a time, each person. The four that just went. The, so wait, what am I doing now? I'm not saying all four. Say I'm all four. four. Just say all four. Say Let's the go. Four, the first four that came to my head: uh, Spinal Tap, The Jerk. Um, uh, uh, I forget the third, and then the <laughs> the fourth. The oh, Blazing Saddles. Oh. Okay, yeah. And then for the fourth, I felt like I had to do an homage to something more recent. And the only movie I can remember seeing that's been released in like the last decade that literally every time it comes on. I can't stop howling on myself. Is the Dewey Cox uh, walk hard? The Dewey Cox story. Okay, right. Genius. So all right. So there's your there's those your are, four. Those are four that I could look at. But to not have Caddyshack, to not have Meatball. I mean, there's. You did forget one. Oh, number Animal three. House. What's that? Animal House. Animal there House. you go. So I would put in. I would. I, I would. Uh, your list, like the two, 
Blazing Saddles. Is, is looking back, is Animal House truly as funny? Like if you were to watch it from start to finish right now and walk hard, the Dewey Cox story, I honestly think, although Animal House meant more to me at that stage of my life, I honestly think I would laugh more to the Dewey Cox thing. I like Step Brothers better. So I would replace uh-huh. I would replace Dewey Cox with Step Brothers and I would take your Blazing Saddles. And I would take your... Uh, then change this. What's better, Step Brothers or Dewey Cox? Because to me, that's not close. Jeffrey. No, it's, it's Step Brothers. And then I would Step take Brothers. your Dr. Strangelove. I'm actually so on Step Brothers. I'm taking... Uh, uh, so I'm taking... Yes. I'm taking Dr. Strangelove. I'm taking... Uh, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. I'm taking... Uh, Blazing Saddles. And I'm taking, I'm taking the one you couldn't remember. Air, airplane. Uh, airplane. Well, see, I, airplane. I think you do have oh, two. There are kind of two sorts of comedies. There's the gag-driven, Caddyshack, can't be beat, laugh a minute, even Office Space. I feel like stood up for a long Ooh. time. But then when you get into Strange Love or or you know like Moonrise Kingdom or things that are quirky comedies that are more like not on the nose. I feel like those are two totally different. That's kinds why everybody's of Mount Rushmore is going to be different. Right, right, right. Like, but I think you could definitely have four favorite. Blazing Saddles style gag movies, and still have some stuff. I think that you're, you're avoiding doing. giving us your four I, answers. I, I, um, well, the gag ones are easy. The the quirky ones are much harder. You got to like, pick four between all of them. Um, I mean, Blazing Saddles die. is one of my my favorites of all time, and I feel like Caddyshack is gag for gag, just unbelievable. Um, don't know the Dewey Cox story that well, though. John Riley is hilarious. Um, it won the Oscar like three years in a row. I did. You know, Airplane meant. Meant a ton to me, especially because I was a airplane's age. just got to yeah, be. Yeah, and plus, if you were a kid be. at that time, that's such there. little kid humor. And the the jerk is is absolutely like I can't. Like people say lines from the jerk, and it still makes me laugh. And I gotta I, say, I appreciate very much that nobody so far has said uh, anything about Monty Python. I appreciate that because I did get into an argument with my friend about that. Why? Why? Yeah. Why is Monty Python being left out? Uh, like I might. It doesn't matter why. It just matters that it has been. <laughs> and, and Wes Anderson's being left out because of the quirkiness. Oh, but no, as a Moonrise Kingdom, like I said, I just feel right. like that's a exactly. different. It's a different like thing. Like that's a ooh, isn't that cute and funny and not like make you laugh spontaneously because not the Nazis had flair or whatever, you know? <laughs> like. <laughs> oh. oh man, that yeah, is. There's a, no Mel Brooks in there either, right? Yeah, blazing saddles. Yeah, blazing saddles. What are you talking blazing about? Yeah. Mel Brooks as you could. Yeah, but I would, I wouldn't. My, I would be. Uh, Young Frankenstein would be mine. I thought about Young Frankenstein, too. I haven't yeah. seen it in so long, though, and I'm trying to remember. Like, I remember scenes that I laughed at, but I don't remember, like, peeing on myself crying. Really? It's hilarious. It's been but a while. It's when they do the putting on, putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz scene kills me every time. I, every single scenes. time, man. It's yeah. one of the best scenes. It just kills me. I love that scene. Yeah, oh, there's such good actors in Blazing Saddles. I mean, though. both of those movies are you just know, I, yeah, right, exactly. It's uh, like Slim Pickens when he was at his what, yeah, yeah, right. Maybe that's the connective tissue is Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens, yeah, right? actually, yeah. the best Slim Pickens <laughs> movies. Uh, that that is, he was a real cowboy. Yeah, Doctor Strangelove, you know, right, riding the bomb down. Slim Pickens. Yeah, it's time to get back to. That. I haven't seen Strangelove. Probably coming rather poignant again. Yeah, yeah, right about now. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. How right. you learn to, uh, wow. how I learned to stop worrying and, and like, and, yeah, just yeah. stop freaking out every day. <laughs> and, I, and I don't want us to go down the rabbit hole, but I'm also thinking, like, what are the four best, like, unintentional comedies? Because I'm thinking, like, Sling Blade. 
I don't know why. Because, <laughs> like, just like, you know, movies weren't supposed to be funny. They just are. Uh, I like Deep Blue Sea. There you go. That is truly one of my favorite bad movies. With that, the hammerhead sharks the size the of the brains. The size of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Look, yes. I love that movie. That movie yeah. Spectacular. I, 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 I was agree. waiting for LL again. Oh, God. That whole okay, movie. okay. And I'll give you another one. Ah, there's a twist on uh, it. I think, like, my top of unintentional funny movies is fucking Starship Troopers, man. Oh, yeah. I think that, that is intentional. Was never meant I agree that that's a great to, movie, but I don't. I think that was intentional. That is one of the most misunderstood, weird movies that's I, ever been I made. I think that that's a purposeful Lenny Reifenstahl subtext. Yeah, that movie is meant to be tongue in totally i think yeah. deep blue sea was meant to be serious yeah, yeah but i mean the I, way the shark Starship comes troopers and, and that more meat for the grinder stuff that's intentionally on the nose <laughs> that's not like innocent you know i thought that was good writing that's that, like this is what shitty people say man that is a movie that can be talked about for like a long time you know? and it's got neil patrick harris it's got yeah. neil patrick harris <laughs> which also <laughs> by buddies. the way we have to shout out to the uh your dudes uh from White Castle. Uh, oh, boys. Harold and Kumar? Yeah. Oh, Harold and Kumar, yeah. yeah. Good shit right there. That, that's a pretty funny one. Yeah, well, okay, okay. So now you're opening up a whole n- another thing there. So, like, you had, what, the original one? Uh, what This is like the Canadian, uh, the cop movie, what was it called? Super Troopers. And Super Troopers, the first sure. one, I thought right. was, like, totally hilarious. Right. I didn't see the second one. I heard it was awful. But, uh, but then, like, what about... Uh, you know the 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 zombie movie from the guy from the Hot Fuzz uh, group in, in England. Yeah. Oh, right? Shaun know, like, of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. For sure. Right. Like if Even I'm going to choose one, like you were saying for the last movie, yeah. ten years, yeah. it's going to be Shaun of the Dead. You know, the records. It's just they're throwing the records to at make the a movie to make a comedy that's yeah. funny. All we're the talking way about vinyls. They're throwing at vinyls the at the zombies, and the vinyls like go cut through the head. Exactly. And they're having an argument about which vinyl to save. And they're like, don't throw that no, no, no. one. Anyway. Not that one. <laughs> oh, that's shite. Mom, mom's dead. Exactly. That's a funny fucking Simon Pegg. Yeah. And such good editing. Like, may, maybe some of the best film editing uh, I've seen in forever. You know, like when he's walking down the street and he's hungover and he doesn't realize what's going on. Yeah. You know, and, and the subtext of the film is all being revealed. As he's going down the street, because you hear these radios going off, and there was an asteroid that landed strange things. That's how you get the details, like how Meteors people are turning are into landing yeah. on Earth, and like uh, sea levels ex- rise to points exactly. like typhoons, and, uh, and he's too hungover right. to like pay attention. He's too hungry, hungover to understand. There's what's a lot going of on. good premises. Yes. For funny films. It's yes. just a third of the way through they start to devolve. They start to. Yeah. I think oh, what makes right. these special is that they are funny. From beginning to end, it's not like after you got the premise and the characters, then it becomes less funny as someone tries to make something coherent out of a comedy. When who cares if it's a coherent comedy? All that matters is that it's funny all the way through. What's your Mount Rushmore for the third act most funniest? Because like I think all the ones we're talking about, Wedding Crashers sucked in the third act, but Animal House was awesome in the third act, uh, for example. I think you throw bridesmaids in there as well as being funny all the way through. Yeah. Um, I told you I watched Tag recently, and I thought that was funny all the way sure. through. Tag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was that, surprised, uh-huh. but that like the premise is great, but it also continued to be funny all the way through to the end, and right. I think that's really hard to achieve. I'll have to give that one another shot. I started watching it for the first time last week. Yeah, it just came out. I, I thought I'll it was do. good. I'll, I'll give it another, another. Give it another whirl. whirl. Yeah. <laughs> See if it'll. <laughs> 
See if it plays. See if it'll grind right. on the old funny right. bone. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you. If we're ready to move on from okay, yes, we can move please. on. From that, yeah. Who are the like? <laughs> who's gonna lead the Mount Rushmore for like the NBA superstars that play on the most teams in their prime? <laughs> LeBron James is leading the pack right now. Bait a question much? <laughs> I am baiting the show. Sorry, it's loaded. It's very loaded. Sorry, we can certainly transition to AD very, very easily because right now I think he would take up all four of the of the spaces. The spots. A- Anthony Davis has only played for one team. It's wait a little while, dude. Wait a little while. Okay. LeBron, he'll take the four of LeBron's spots up there. It's. Are you just trying to get me upset? I mean, I'm feeling so festive, and Jeff's doing so great, and having such a good talk, and you're very well aware that I've kicked myself out of the Smoothie King Center twice in the last week to avoid being banned from it and losing my shit. Um, like you've selfed, like you've hooked yourself, so you didn't get hooked by the uh-huh, third person. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I was with Wheeler and Adele at the first one, and <laughs> the little voice inside. We had moved down, and we're sitting like ten feet behind AD, and the little boy inside me just started saying all the things that I was about to start saying, and I, I knew it was going to happen. So Adele was, is seven years old. I was like Adele, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm out of here. Y'all enjoy the rest of the game. And Wheeler just looked at me, and, and he knew. He feels my pain. Yeah. It's my time, Joel. It's my time. <laughs> Aaron, this comes from you, like, actually seeing the New Orleans jazz, like, with your pops back in the day. We, I know we've talked about this on the pod before, but. Okay, so you don't just want to start me on AD, but you really want to, like, de-stab <laughs> the, the wound, yeah. open it up, and dump <laughs> some fucking salt on it. No worries. Let's go there. Yeah, I had to deal with the NBA taking my fucking dream of a team when I was 11 years old, and for the rest of my adult life, I've been watching another franchise come to my city, play in my colors. And to anybody that thinks I'm being crazy about this, I would ask you what it would be like to walk into the Superdome and watch the Atlanta Saints play the New Orleans fucky junkies and the other teams wearing your fleur de lis and your black and gold. That's what it's like for me that the Utah Jazz exist. And the fact that the NBA gave another franchise yeah. Our name and our it's, colors. It's nice. Give, give us the name. Yeah, give but the, the Hornets name. are back in Charlotte. Yeah, the Hornets got their yeah, name back. They got their name back. No, because we were cool about it. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't like, I don't want to disparage dead people. Fuck you, Larry Miller. But if he would have sold us, you know, offered us back the name at a rate that wasn't ridiculous, this would all be different. And now we've got a 25-year-old that's basically going to, I think, expedite the the possible dissolution of another professional basketball franchise here in the next 10 years. So you think it's going to be the Seattle Pelicans probably? I hope to God if we go anywhere, I would love to go back to Seattle. That that city deserves to have a team they never should have lost. They could one. keep the name. Absolutely. Seattle I would Pelicans be totally, take the name, right. take them all and I'd be I'd cheer for them absolutely. And then beat the shit out of the Utah Jazz. Wow. Well, we, yeah, with the sec, uh, Seattle, New Orleans, whatever. Well, so you really think that, like, you know, it could be the end of the Pelicans here? I sincerely think this will be the the end. I I think it could be. You look at the fact that we've got one of the five most marketable athletes over the next ten years playing here. He's only 25. He's got another nine years. Considering how successful we were last year, you know, we were a player away from really making a little noise, and now he's, you know, we're having to restart the franchise. I mean, that's why I said LeBron's uh, problem was that his mistake is that he should have come here. 
Yeah, I, totally. He, he if he had come that, here, we'd be in the hunt for the championship right now. Yeah, but he wouldn't be able to. I just learned last week that he's been shooting a TV show during the season. Like, he's missed some practices and everything because he's shooting and doing stuff out in L.A. His whole move to L.A. had to do with his his moves Career after basketball. basketball. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I understand that. I think that that's, you know, something Joel and I have talked about, about LeBron and about his characters that, he always has his intertwined other goals that are outside of basketball, it seems like. And and it's not necessarily about just like, I think that he thinks he can do it all at the same time. He like, has That he can roll into L.A., he, he'll, his his power and his status in the NBA will, will allow him somehow to cobble together a team like in Cleveland, and he's just going to keep the wagon train rolling. And it hasn't happened yet. Because this refusal on the part of the Pelicans to absorb this kind of projected narrative that LeBron formulated in his head going into L.A. has knocked the entire plan off the railroad tracks. And, and he's stuck on a team right now that's like registering at 5% uh, that they're even going to make the playoffs. You yeah. know? So he's going to lose another year. He's going to get another year older. He's going to be 35 next year. And uh, and like where where is the future for the winning? Well, for, that may for not LeBron, work for us or you know? for basketball, but it's all working for LeBron. Like I, I think his basketball goals mm. are probably, you know, mostly been met. He said and he has nothing left to prove. Do you think so? Yeah, he's got nothing left to prove. He's already said it. I mean, these may seem like extraneous things to us, but they're all entrant. They're all LeBron things. These are just the things that he wants to do. I think he's been really smart about it. He's right to start thinking about. Oh, I'm not. I'm now. not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not disparaging. I just don't like think his. them as extraneous. They're just extraneous from our point. I of view. I just think that he thinks that he can do it all, and that that so this far, whole thing of this premature uh, influence on his friend, who is the oh, well, that the agent, just, to prevail upon AD, the AD to make this a foolish announcement, blew up about wanting face. to be about wanting to be traded. But that hurts AD more than it hurts LeBron. <laughs> LeBron will be fine with. But he definitely thought that he could get it done, right? I oh, mean, absolutely. Don't you think? Or they never would have made they that. They never would have done it, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it it's seems clearly super an idea naive, that came from LeBron. But I can't imagine LeBron, what their best case right? was. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. It was and, LeBron's idea. And as soon as they signed, uh, but Rich LeBron Ball should be more savvy. If Rich Paul is still a neophyte, like at least LeBron's been around. LeBron's been on the receiving end of making the worst public fiasco of his decision to move if anyone should have been able to advise this guy that like make sure before you open your mouth you know what what play you're making it should have been lebron if he was the genesis of this there's no one better acquainted with how not to handle this you would think however you would think. this is going to end this is going to be this is ad's albatross this is his yeah decision. This, this, is, is, this didn't hurt lebron this is the thing that he's gonna have i don't to know it may have been his idea and it may have not panned have out the way he liked it but undo. it's not like well, He's going to carry the AD decision for the rest of his career. No, AD will. Well, I mean, unless, you know, the goal was that he really thought that he could accomplish it and that that was going to put him on track to more championships and thus in the conversation for the GOAT, you know, which I right. think is probably on his mind, and that he could rack up another three before he finally retires and be on an even keel with like a Michael Jordan and, and go out with everything all at once. 
I mean, I, I do think that he's that kind of person. That sure. He, he wants to win on and all And he wants fronts. someone That's to help him the carry time. the load, too. He yeah. doesn't want to do it alone. He, he's wants to he can't someone. do it yeah, alone. Yeah. I mean, he has to have some other people that are there. I mean, that would be a spectacular combination, which just gets to my point that he could have, you know, he could have blown a couple of years here in New Orleans before he made the move to L.A. <laughs> when he was 37, and he would have been on your, uh, on your Mount Rushmore of people who have been on four teams. You know, at the end of his career, and then his kid could have had you know the benefits of being in L.A. and he would have been on a team that was ready-made to go to the championship. Right, right. So I like the Mount Rushmore metaphor. Little, my, I like that we're stuck on that's Mount my, Rushmore. That's my take on. What's your four, What's your Mount Rushmore sculptures? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. What's your Mount Rushmore sculpture? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, all I know, I just I feel bad for this for the season ticket holders that you know like us that yeah, uh yeah. you know that are going to these games and i feel bad for the players that are that are still vested that have I to go into with, an yes. arena and listen to us right. boo every time ad touches the ball <laughs> right. and i mean it's getting worse the last game i went the first couple games i went to after the announcement i was definitely booing him after every possession but there weren't many people doing it with me this last game i went to by the end of the first quarter every time i was yelling something there were at least a dozen or 20 people around me that had my back Every time uh, he did I, something positively, they would boo him. Every time he did anything, anytime I yelled, sit him down, they would get right in. And I mean, the frustration's real. It's starting to settle in. I think you're right. It, it at really first, is. those first couple of games, there was a lot of mixed emotions. Or you'd, yeah, you'd, the same people would be booing him and cheering him in the same five minutes or whatever. And now that it's started to grind out and it started to look so crappy and I have games left. I, there are a bunch of games I have tickets to still. Yeah. I'm gonna go and, and you, feel, you really feel for the guys that are playing hard. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. It's starting to feel pervasively bad, you know, bad and, and, and it is pretty easy to blame him. It, it, there's nobody else to blame yeah. in this situation. And his whole statement the other day is he, of, oh, I was frustrated not being in there for clutch time. Well, take a step out of the situation and think about why you weren't in there, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know. At the, at the end of the day, like, he's got to, he's got to man up and absorb the responsibility for it. You know, as nice a guy that he's been, and, and we all recognize that he's like a con, seemingly a congenial, nice right, right, right. individual, but, but he, got, he got a horrible piece of advice from his agent to open his mouth about that and from LeBron yeah. and whatever it is that they were thinking they did not why do they do the it publicly and he seems so uncomfortable the they didn't calculate it through but, and he seems so uncomfortable in dealing with the fallout as if he was really caught blind yeah like he was ignorant to it i really think the situation was it was LeBron and his and his guy Rich Paul were sitting here talking trying to think of ways to impact the Lakers right now with AD just signing up they sort of both convinced each other that, yeah, all right, he, we can get him out here. Let's go ahead and make the move. Why? What was the point of making it public, though? Like, why? They could have gone to the Pelicans and the said, only hey, reason, listen, the only reason we're going to leave in a year and a half. Don't turn away anything that looks good. Don't, you know, or whatever. But why Why tell all of Why? Why alienate the whole town? That question has been raised by everybody, and the only explanation I've been able to, that I've heard that seems to make any type of sense is, they really thought they were going to be able to force the issue. The, the public right, pressure that the would public somehow... Pressure, that the public the negative pressure... feedback would be so much that it would cause the team to bend and break and make the deal ahead of time. Yeah, is that it? I, or that the, or that the, is such a reverse psychology yeah, weird uh, play, if anything, you know, which I would say has about a 3% chance of working. It would make more sense if, if... Savvy we, people who are, who are not going to make such a, 
there's nothing that the Lakers can offer the Pelicans that has the upside of AD going to them. Yeah. You know, and I think that you know, despite the fact that Dell Dems got fired, it was exactly the right move to not accept anything from the Lakers. They yeah, don't have anything to offer the Pelicans that is in equal value. And uh, and I don't know where Rich Paul got the idea that there was, other than LeBron, who was like pressured him. I think they to feed. Each, I think they now. they feed each other's look. Rich Paul has been representing LeBron this whole time, and when you look at what LeBron has done with his basketball career i mean it is unprecedented it is unprecedented with the exception of the, with the exception of that i mean what he's done is unprecedented and he he is i think he will be the first player that turns into a majority owner in the nba when he's done that would he, be fantastic, he's going yeah. to have the money to do it yeah so yeah. I, I think you know and when he won the uh the title in cleveland he said he thought that 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 made him the greatest ever and he doesn't feel like he has anything left to prove. So whereas I think his preference is obviously to win, I don't think his sole focus is on championships the way that it was. Because if it was, I mean, nobody's beating the Warriors this year, dude. I don't, AD, I don't care where you go this year. Well, then dude. why is he? You're not then why the, do it this year? Because you thought you could control the situation is the only possible rational answer, and it's not rational. I think it's just that they wanted to have a team that could like make at least make a run in the playoffs, you know. This year, um, that's the only thing that I can think of. See, it, it just doesn't make any sense. For no, any other that's standpoint. the thing. Is, All it of just it makes no sense. Because if he yeah, wanted yeah, to make yeah. the playoffs this year, I don't understand why he wouldn't have kept Julius Randle. Julius Randle, yeah, he's had a type of, of player need, like that yeah. on every team. Tristan Thompson, whoever it was, he's had somebody like that, and he got rid of him for 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 nothing. Lance yeah, for Lance Stevenson. How's that working out for you? <laughs> um, I do need to to leave in a moment, but before I, I do, I've I got, I've got yeah. a news update. Okay. Former Saints wide receiver Robert Meacham has signed on with my alma mater, De La Salle, to coach our wide receivers. Now, wow. I don't think we throw the ball. I think we just run it. But that's fine. But but, but we got some black and gold in the nice. building. Nice. Very nice. And Good for you, man. Good for you. I'm very excited. And yes. uh, he's also going to be one of the, uh, the grand marshals of Tux along with Cam Jordan. Wow. Uh, so wait a second. Are we going to be Lance seeing... Moore. We're going to be seeing a downfield pass, a West Coast-style offense coming out of Dallas South. At Dallas South. That's what it's we're called the Dallas South fun and going gun. Going up against the yeah. Purple Knights? No, I think the difference you'll see is those little screen passes will now be caught. That's right. Look out, Brother Martin. <laughs> exactly. Look out, Brother Martin. Rommel. Oh, boy. They're going to get clobbered. That's Aaron Lambert, awesome. thank you so much for coming on, dude. Do you have anything to uh, plug for yourself over this morning, Grom again? Uh, a couple things, uh, uh, plugs. If you're in the French Quarter tonight, come by Preservation Hall. I'll be there. Um, uh, fuck cancer. And, Thank you. Um, Thank you. Love to everybody. And um, it, it's an amazing, it's, it's just amazing to see you doing good, Jeff. Thanks, Aaron. I appreciate it. Can't man. wait to see you next time, bro. Thanks for coming by. Love man. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate it. Aaron Lambert. He is a uh, New Orleans native and musician, son of uh, the Prez and the Treme and badass bass drummer, extraordinary raconteur, all those great things. So thank you for coming by, dude. I'll be out of here on... And our resident Pelicans person. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Do you feel significantly better? So thanks for coming by. 
um, I know, like we're 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 talking now uh, about my condition, but yes, I do. <laughs> I feel significantly better. Yeah, yeah. There's no question about it. Look, I mean, everything—not just the neck of your eyes, color. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely on this second go round came into the hospital much stronger than I did on mm -hmm. the first go round, where I was having these awful pains in my back and. The day before I came in, I had to do the. I Maybe mean, it's just TMI for everybody out there, but I had to do. You know, I think it's great. Uh, I'll explain why and everything, which meant that when I came in, I was already like uh, suffering from a kind of a malnutrition because I had to starve myself and the day before and dehydration, which is like maybe the worst thing that you could possibly do coming into like having your first round of chemotherapy, but this time around, like right before I came in, I gained eight pounds back. You know, and I was like, and feeling good, you know, and so I had, uh, I actually marched with egg yolk on, uh, I know it's crazy. I went out and marched with so egg yolk bad, on, uh, on Monday on with this renegade parade that we do called 2.2 right. with Dave Turgeon from, uh, uh, from OLD fame. Oh I don't know God. if you guys know OLD. Dave Turgeon yeah, 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 from to see OLD. Some OLD. So they march through the old, uh, Irish channel and then we go through, uh, commander's palace down nice. and I just kind of you know uh, took took some took some edibles and uh, you know manned up and through. powered through man yeah exactly <laughs> which was yeah. excellent excellent yeah, right there. thank you for coming by we're gonna keep the pod rolling for a few more minutes we might have another gastro two come through um, Jeff I wanted to say like for like a very super selfish reason like the reason I'm glad that just made it into the pod is because I. As a lot of us do, we field like a million calls a day. Like, how's Jeff doing? Sure. And now I can just be like, listen to the podcast. You can listen. Yeah, yeah. Just direct it to the podcast. <laughs> just like exactly. cut to like the 32 minute or whatever it is. Dude, you know what at. I'm really happy about? Seriously, is that uh, in the first go round, sure. I had this crazy thing where like when I first came in, my voice was really low like this right. and then like a day into it something happened where it like tightened up my vocal cords huh. and then my voice was kind of high like this <laughs> you know hilarious. and it stayed there for like five days you know or something and then it got hoarse and I couldn't push air through it so like the whole I never could have done this on the first go round oh no you know yeah. so my voice is back to being Jeff voice nice. right yeah. now so it's like it's good if people listen you know they know they're like oh he sounds good you know that that's right and so I mean, uh, sound good, look good, all that stuff. Thanks, man. Thanks. I mean, the main thing. I also have that pickle <coughs> in your arm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's hot. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. That's hot and on that's fire. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> hot and on fire is something I picked up from Doogie, by the way. Oh, let's talk about says, Doogie. Man. Can we talk about Doogie for a second? Doogie's got a bunch of new videos out. Randy might need to chime in now, folks. Randy Perez has been. Oh, I'm gonna hand you the mic, Randy, if you want me, if it's okay. Because uh, Doogie's been on fire. Randy's been sitting here for the last two episodes, uh, riding the levels. We gotta get I don't want to get the blame for that. we got to get you in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, not, well, there's switched, no way that the we first can have one, Randy Perez here without Randy without Perez saying Perez. something. Well, the, right? Yeah, exactly. The first episode, I didn't have quality headphones. I decided to pull my own personal headphones out. No, I think i got a better grasp on what's going on. All right, good. Yeah. good. Wait, wait, hold up. What's where's the, where's the thing? This 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 this, this, this is, is the, the best, best part, part of the whole thing. Being in Yeah, that's great. Dog. Uh. <laughs> you gotta ride it though during segments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't find a dog. Pro, 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 yeah, pro, yeah, pro, yeah, pro, yeah. appropriate. Oh, dog, 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 dog. Anthony, dude. 
So yeah. Oh yeah, and Anthony Davis gets the dog out of the week. We oh, did that respect. We did on the at the back end the dog out. Yeah, that's after right. Talking. All right. Anyway, Randy, what's up? What's your and I'm what, about Do- what about Doogie? What what about Doogie? Well, Doogie's got a bunch of new videos, all yeah, right. It's so dope. so so basically, what happened? I think is this that Rami had a kid, mm-hmm. and so they had to put it down for a little bit. Well, they they put it down for a little while, and uh, before that, they don't like they, they didn't put the kid down just so. Quick. Yeah, no, no, no. It just it, Doogie just went away for a little while. There's yeah, yeah, all yeah. Kinds of right, right, stuff. right. Exactly. But, but, and then, but, <laughs> this but Instagram Gras, is perfect for, for this Mardi Gras. All of a sudden, on Facebook, yeah, there's like six new Doogie videos. Yeah. You know, just out of nowhere. But if if the other thing is, uh, I don't know if y'all y'all peeped it, but uh, Rami's got a uh, snowball stand. Yeah, right. That's I right. I bought like a bunch of shirts. Like, well, it's, it's all great. linked together. Yeah, right. Exactly. But, but snowball stand is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Snowball yeah, stand. Yeah, on like don't su- know it, super local. Go 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 check West out Bank. snowballstand.com. That's uh, a friend friends of the podcast. Yeah, West uh, Bank owned. Yeah, West Bank owned. West Bank proud. And they got they got some killer T-shirts and other yeah. stuff that uh, you yeah, and I'm sure want, if you, you might want to check out. Yeah, you you challenge yeah. them. We've been trying for, for a, since the beginning of the podcast to get Doogie on. Oh, you can't right? get him on. No, we want to get Doogie on because we're gonna because he's real. Because he's real, bro. That's it. <laughs> real, bro. <laughs> we want to get him on because we're gonna tell him that that. Agil Jubilee is going to be on, but he's going to think it's DJ Jubilee. Oh yeah, yeah. so that's going to be the hook, right? Yeah, but I, like I was for the longest time. And then I, he's going to get mad for the longest time. Like, I wanted to get. Bullshit. I wanted to. I wanted to produce. For the all, for the longest time, I, I was trying to convince him to because uh, I wanted to produce a Doogie video. I just wanted my own Doogie video. Yes, and it was going to be him and Fifth Wall Weeby going order order uh, chicken from Popeyes. Yes, and that that was it. That's just, it. Just let them go through the drive-through, and and raise. Do it know. in the drive-through. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they got to go through the drive-through. Yeah, yeah. You should shoot it at Manchu. <laughs> yeah, the Manchu. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Manchu. No, no. You're that. No, That's it's got to be Popeyes. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be the whole thing of like you're ordering and then you roll up and then it's it's Doogie and and Weeby. Dude, you know what I was thinking the other day, Randy? Yeah, is what's it, up? Is this man that? Okay, so like I grew up in Harahan, right? Yeah. And then I had cousins that lived on Fern Street, mm-hmm. right? And so we come into town, and that Popeyes on the corner of Earhart and Carrollton mm-hmm. has been open for like thirty-five years. <laughs> That's what I, I was driving by the other day, and and I was like, I was like, that fucking Popeyes has never shut down in like thirty-five years. They had the Lava Rock. Popeye, yeah, yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. They the all classic, had the yeah. lava rocks on them. Uh, so, and it had the lava rocks. It's gone through every change yeah. imaginable, and it has never, ever shut. It's the perfect location, apparently, yeah, right. for a Popeyes to last forever. So, so, so I don't tweet, but I, I do have a, a Twitter. Like it's it's Sabra nine one one. Um, if anybody wants to tweet at me, but, but, uh, so, so I don't, I don't, I don't tweet, but like I started tweeting, but yes. it's all against Popeyes. Like, uh, like, like, what do you, what, what do the kids say? You like at it? Like you like at Popeyes, at, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, right. they, they discontinued fucking onion rings. What? Oh. Like there's no onion rings. Now, like I remember when they used to, well, besides they had like, they had chicken livers, they had fried chicken livers, but they used to have clams. The one on Chef oh, Highway used to have fried clams. It would come in a basket. It would just be a bunch of little bitty ass. Year round or just for Lent? 
It was no, it was, it was year long. Well, I mean, I was a little bitty, but I remember like, you know, they always had, we always got clams. Like that was like the extra little thing. Right, right. But they got rid of the onion rings. That's like ridiculous. And remember but, also but, they had a select few that was super Popeyes for a while. Well, they had that one. Had that, yeah, they had one on one fats. On, no, yeah. no, 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 no. They, 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 they had they had a uh, they had a Popeyes that was a buffet that was on Canal and Carrollton. That's right. So it had all you could eat, but it had like weird like you could get biscuits and you could get fried chicken, but then in fries, but then there would be like some other weird shit in there. Right. That like corn or something. But there was yeah. a super Popeyes on. But fats the with super, liquor, right? Yeah, the super like Popeyes. Yeah, right. The super Popeyes you could get like a fajita and shit. Like it was different. Right. Like it was right. it was Al Copeland's like Personal, it's, a, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. it's an oxygen bar. What about like right, whatever right. was like 5 years yeah, later <laughs> like 5 years left from the right. from fucking he'd Vegas. Be right on that Pokeball. Yeah, 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 he'd be all over. No, 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 no. That would be like 2 years from now. He's like yeah. it's Popeye's Poke Bowl. It'd be fried. Yeah. Fried you remember the, the Cajun Sparkle? Remember those little no, pink They still packets? got it. Oh, they still got Cajun. Yeah, you gotta ask it's for like it. Half MSG. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> Perfect. But uh but no, so so no, recently I saw because I was at Popeye's and cause okay, so let me back it up. I was in Toronto for three months. And so in Toronto you could get poutine at Popeye's. So Whoa. it's it's like legit like right. like legit fast food poutine. Like right. where it's like Popeye's like rally style fries and then they put the cheese curds and the gravy over it. But the thing that's fucked up is that they their gravy is a little different and then they use that same gravy on, oh, on the mashed potatoes. potatoes. And mm. everybody's like, Oh the mashed potatoes are so good. I was like, Y'all have no fucking clue. Yeah. Like, no you, clue. This is whack. And they don't they don't have dirty rice. <laughs> so I guess the poutine replaces rice. it. But then I was talking to the people then, and I was like, damn, they don't have fucking onion rings. And then when I got home, immediately I went to Popeye's, and then I l- I'm looking around. I asked her, like, yeah, we don't, have a, we don't have onion rings no more. I'm like, the fuck is going on? So anyway, so Popeye's, like, yesterday I was so pissed. I was Because the only reason why I look at Twitter is for fucking basketball and paleontology for some reason. Um, <laughs> like, I follow a bunch of paleontologists. But uh, so anyway, so these guys were, were, were uh, Popeyes like mentioned it was like we're gonna have boneless wings will ne- will always be on our menu, and then I was like, well, I, obviously fucking onion rings aren't like this is this is what what everybody fucking wants. It was like, but I don't think anybody knows how good the fucking onion rings are. So, oh, because you have to wait for them. Onion you do have to wait for up. them. Onion rings you have, but they're fresh. Exactly. But they're fresh. But they're fresh when you get them. Yeah. Yep, and yep. They, like, uh, like if if you were talking yeah. about Mount Rushmore of, of onion rings? no of of fast food uh, stuff, yeah. Popeye's onion rings would be on that bitch. They're like the Thomas Jefferson of fucking onion, you know, fast food items. Up there next Dude. to fried okra. <laughs> and look, segueing also, we lost a mid city icon because the buds went down. Yes. So Bud's Broiler's out of Mid-City. Bud's Broiler only exists in the suburbs now. That's true. There's no city location. No, there's one other one, one uptown got, got knocked no, out. No, it's gone. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, that's, yeah, a that's Cuban gone. place. Yep. And Man, the, the one out by uh, Dillon? Gone. Yeah, that one's What's gone. the one that Currency bought? Currency bought the one the that's one, was the was original, on the, the original the one on the what you call it. Yeah. Wait, is there one yeah, that's, that's is awesome. there one by over here? Like, isn't there one that was like a block away from here that's ducked on off Galvez, right? on Galvez? No, that one shut down too. You know what? Uh, this speaks to something. And so, uh, so where we are at the hospital, Jeff and I used to work at. It right used to be below it, us. right below us. It just used to be a, a production studio for Cox Communications. So like uh, right where we're sitting right now. Yeah, it's fat, fat, and all that. Yeah, literally, it was like literally fat, like right fat, fat, and all that. Uh, yeah, Louisiana jukebox. Louisiana jukebox. Uh, they Toto and Poco, fucking all, all those, those shows, classics, man. right? Yeah, yeah. Liberty Network. 
Yeah, Liberty Network. <laughs> so, um, so uh, no, so we used to work here. So you, you know, there's a, a ton of restaurants that, like, I mean, for lunch, that was the whole deal. You got, you got to work here. Like, where are we going for lunch? Not a ton of restaurants. And, no, there is. There was. So they had like two sisters down the street. Which, uh, what was, what's two sisters on? Um, it's literally I could fucking see it from here. It's on Galvez. No, Two Sisters is is a block off a of, of Claiborne and um what what what's the street that runs uh parallel with Canal? Cleveland. No, Cleveland. on the other side. Cleveland. Nope. Cleveland's on this side. On the other side of Canal. On the other side of Iberville? Maybe. Maybe yeah. it might be Iberville. Anyway, two sisters used to be there. And then um and then there was uh the head the head uh Big Cat Ernie Ernie Lad's throw throwdown down barbecue. barbecue. Which Big Cat Ernie Lad was a uh, was a wrestling, wrestling icon. But right? also a Probably. Defensive lineman, I think, was for it? the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh -huh. So they had that, but then also uh, 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 Bo uh, dropping a bucket. That was... Oh, Eddie Bo's. Eddie check Bo's... Your, uh, check whole, your bucket. Check your bucket cafe. Yeah, that's right. Was, that's right. Was they had like, Eddie Bo's check your bucket cafe. Yeah. Yeah, they had all kinds of They had all kinds of like crazy here. shit. Yeah. Check yeah. your bucket of chicken? What did they have at Eddie Bo's? Yeah, what they had. What I don't remember. I don't like, remember. I went there like it was. Once. It just came in a bucket. It wasn't. It, that didn't last that long. No, yeah. well, it didn't last long because they just built it and then it got wiped away with Katrina. I do know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Patio. Yes. Ah, did yeah. It? yeah it, was, it looked like it could have been like a dentist ceiling. office in the sixties. Right there. Yeah. Well, it was at the at the split. At the split. At right the over triangle. there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to think of what else. We, we, there was there was a lot of things that we ate over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Popeyes. I got a question What? Do you have a take on Krispy Crunchy? I just started thinking about that. Right. Because the thing is, is that Krispy, like, I don't think of, what's the other one? What's the other one besides Krispy Crunchy? The other gas station chicken? Brothers. Brothers. Right? And then, so, before Katrina, they had, they had, um, they had chicken, chicken, box. chicken box. Chicken Not box. to be confused with chicken in a box. That's Mackenzie's chicken in a box that Correct. still exists. Correct. And the dude that owns Melba's owns chicken chicken box. Now Melba's is amazing. Like all yeah. like if you haven't fucked with Melba's, you need to go to Melba's because Melba's like the, like the baked chicken is ridiculous. But um, the crawfish is good too. It's cheap. But um. But as far as like gas station chicken, like brothers and all that stuff, to me it wasn't like it's kind of disgusting. Although there's that one that's uh, in the CBD that's uh, that's near uh, what's that that uh, falafel place or whatever. Like Cleopatra's. Yeah, the some, twenty-four hour it's, joint. It's, it's, it's yeah, that that one has some fresh chicken. I had that before. It was, wasn't too bad. But to me, the thing that's weird is is that it's gas station chicken. Like it's it should be gas station chicken, and now all of a sudden they're gonna put it in the airport. I don't want to eat brothers' chicken in the fucking airport. Like brothers is like like Hanks or something where you like it's four o'clock in the morning and this Gotta is what eat. we got. I got some dry ass chicken, <laughs> right? Like yeah. But they're like now it down to like like soon I think they like it's gonna you're gonna see it like you know dr drive through brothers and all that. I don't think I think they, that's common. I don't think yeah. that yeah. I, don't I got know. no problem with food from a gas station. No, I don't have a have problem you, have with you it. Been but to Bon Me Boys? Have you been to that? Bon you know what's Me crazy? Thing? I haven't, but they have a Bon Me Boys in Toronto, and I'm wondering if sure. they're related. Yeah. Huh. And it's, New it's the same deal. Slash Toronto. It's yeah. Interesting. Well, there's the Easy Stop up here, right? Isn't what that's called? Or the one over there, the Quick Stop? Yeah. That has the, the which I haven't had yet. Yeah. That has pho. Yeah. And Bon Me. And but but the thing is, the the, the big thing is is like brothers. 
and uh, and and crispy, crunchy. That like it is gas station chicken. You eat it, you're like, oh, it's good. I got it at a gas station. This is great. But it's not like when you talk about really good cuisine, cuisine. That's 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 reaching cuisine from a gas station. Nobody can fuck with nobody can fuck with Danny and Clyde's. But they don't like Danny and Clyde's is going away. Like to me, like their 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 shrimp po' boys are like you put it up against anybody. Go to Parkway and drop it down, and you'd be like, "Fuck this! Come on, bring it." Parkway's overrated, man. I, no, I'm not gonna. No, I like Parkway. Parkway is good. Overrated. Overrated. Y'all talk to like, Parkway is good. Sorry. It's fine, but it's overrated. It's you could say it's expensive, but it's it's good. Parkway is good. It's good, but it's overrated. It's a it's a hard field to distinguish yourself in. Wow, who you who? I are go you to Bevy now. Which one? Where's Bevy? Bevy Seafood. Yeah, oh, Bevy Seafood. Yeah. yeah, that's where I go. They took over the Cajuns on Carrollton. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. they're I, good, man. My problem with them, and it is, it, well, I know somebody else took over it. But Sesame c- seed on the in the well, bread. I, I don't like that either. I like that. I don't like that. That reminds me of uh, Verdi, and I don't like Verdi's bread. Verdi's bread's whack. Mm. So, but the, uh, but I had I had a problem with with Cajun Cajun whatever uh-huh, it was, uh-huh. and it, and I oh, for years I always went there. I went there and I bought some boiled crabs. I got home. I was like. What? I was like geeked. I got these boiled crabs. I went home yeah, and started to open yeah. them up. They were rotten. They were bad. Oh. So, so I normally don't bring anything back, but I was like, this is good. I went back over there. I was like, look, these things are rotten. Like, you know what I mean? I just bought, I don't know, $50 worth of crabs. And they were like, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll get you some. You know, I'm sitting there for like 20 minutes. They come out. I go back home. They're rotten again. They just heated them up. They like, oh, no. they like boil, like, boiled them again. yeah, they like boiled them again. I was like, this is ridiculous. Oh, well, so that's why like, they went out of business. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. that. But I think, yeah, I don't know if it was, I don't think it was the original family that ran it. And so I kind of have like a little, a little thing. thing about that place. Because yeah, I mean, I'll go, ba- I'll go back to it, but. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like my place of choice is always Castnet. Castnet is great. I just think Castnet is like, it's the ultimate. Yeah, Castnet. You it's know who else is place. really, really good is Zimmer's on um, Mirabu and. Um, Mirror. Oh yeah, yeah. Zimmer's, okay. yeah. Jackie, I had a, right? like Jackie had a uh, got a shrimp po' boy from there. Fucking phenomenal. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. And there was a, that the other one too that was related to the bakery that was on uh, that's on Har- Harrison, which I think they're moving now or they're closing down. Um, what ba- oh, it was called uh, like Zoe's or something. I like oh, that. I don't know. Right. Anyway, so I, I would go there too. Um, Sorry, I hijacked. I, hijacked your thing to talk about food but that's, no that's all right that's all right you know I, I mean it's it's like increasingly difficult to find a, like what is the really good po'boy shop that you go to you know to get like the really the classic like i said you know? it's hard to distinguish yourself like at a certain point you got the right bread that See, you like you got the size shrimp you like you got yeah, yeah. the mix of cornmeal yeah, right. and flour you like yeah. i mean unless you're really yeah. messing with the bread and there, there's but, that, but that, that's, that's too it. much. That's that's the problem with people. It's like you're thinking too much. It's like a po- like before you could li- like literally like I grew up in New Orleans East. People shit on the East. They're like ah, oh, the East is in New Orleans. On every fucking corner, they had a fucking place where you get a, a like a solid, po- really po- good like where like we never close. Anybody that's ever been to the East ever ate at the original we never closed. Not once they got sold a couple of times. And they got they actually were in a the this little spot and then they got moved to the Burger King, not McDonald's. But they uh they like my mom would go buy two po' boys. She'd buy a, a roast beef po' boy and she'd buy a a ham po' boy. And they were like you couldn't fit it in your mouth. So you 
the the amount of stuff that you pulled off of it just to eat it would What's feed us another bubble. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. not even. I, I, that's what I ate for lunch at, in elementary stuff school. Stuff that came off. Yeah, they yeah, used yeah. that for the cold cuts, and then yeah. whatever fell off as you're eating it. Then that that was you know that got thrown into the pile of like that's, cold cuts for the week. That's right. And, that's yeah. But that's what it was. It was like everybody was like world famous overstuffed poor boys. You don't even see that no more. You get, like, right. I haven't seen this term overstuffed yeah. in a long time. But they fill it up and then throw an extra handful in there. Yeah, and you also if you think about it, it's like it's like now like like when you go to other cities, they're like, we're gonna give you a shrimp. Like you get a shrimp shrimp plate with six shrimp. It's like mm-hmm. I've never been counted out shrimp. This is like craziness. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but uh, the the other thing is that I don't and I don't know when this happened, but like at some point trout began to fall out of favor, and the only fish you could get was catfish. Yeah. And like Casnet's one of the only places that still has a trout on the menu. There's a few other places like on the West Bank they got one, and there's a the trout but, almondine. But that was that was ubiquitous, man. When yeah. when I was a kid, I think everybody can who was here and grew up can testify to that. There was always two fish. It was catfish and trout, and it was always on the menu. And then something happened with the trout market. Either it just got, like, too expensive or, you know, the way that fish comes to market changed some kind of way. I don't think you could, like, like catfish, you could freeze it. Like, trout, maybe isn't, trout is, trout is not, good, a, not really, like, you can freeze it, but you can't freeze it. You can't keep it right, for long. Right, yeah, They farm-raise catfish a lot, too. Yeah, that's it's true. Easy to, right, right, right. they flash-freeze right. it and all that stuff. Did I ever tell you? But that's why it turns up at places that are seafood places themselves. Yeah. Because, like, a cast net, it's, like, one of those places where, like, you can go fishing yeah. and bring your fish in, and they'll clean it for you for a fee. Yeah, and they'll also buy I mean? it. Yeah, and they also have, like, the crawfish boil perpetually going on in the back, mm-hmm. where they just, like, go around back. And you're like, how much do you want? I don't know, 25 pounds. Boom. They just give it to you. Did I tell you know? my, did I, I feel like I told this story on this pod before about, about uh, Henry's and my, my trout experience. Oh, you did. I don't think so. All right. So Henry's used to be a donut shop on St. Claude. This was, uh, I, I guess, I guess it was after Katrina. I can't, I can't remember. But so uh, Rome, good buddy of mine, we all, like, again, we're friend looking of the podcast. For, friend of the podcast, been on the podcast. Uh, we work, we all worked at we all worked at Cox at the at the station and, and one of the things we were like yeah we're right here at where Jeff's hotel is whatever it is hotel. hospital <laughs> so no so uh, this so, hotel sucks so we always were looking for something to eat <laughs> always looking for something to eat and so we decided we were I don't know what we want to shoot or something we went to Henry's so we go in and Henry's not only um, had donuts but they had like. A buffet was, it's not a, it was just like a lunch, like this was the special. The so hotline. Yeah, it's like almost like being at like an Indian restaurant where there's like four things. Like you could either get like the etouffee or the red beans, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if, I don't think it was like all you could eat. It was like just sort of like this is the specials. But they had a, a, a big chalkboard. And I roll in and I was like, damn, the red beans look good. But, but I look at the chalkboard and I'm like, damn, they got trout. And, uh. And Rome was like, you know, you know, they ain't got no damn trout. I was like, they got trout. And then I asked the lady, I was like, y'all got trout? And she's like, yeah, we got trout. And I'm like, I'll, I'll take the trout plate. She's like, I might have to cook it though. I was like, all right, that's cool. And he's like, man, you ain't getting no damn trout. You know, they're gonna just give you like catfish. Or something like that. Yeah, whatever. And so we we're sitting there. They already eat. Whoever I was with, they all everybody eats. I'm still waiting for the fucking trout. Waiting and waiting and waiting. Finally, the trout comes out, and it's trout. But they they fried it. In the donut grease. What? Yeah. So it tasted like a donut. It tasted like a. It tasted like a glazed donut. 
I mean, it was delicious, yeah, but it was like, I felt like I was getting diabetes as I was eating it. It was, like, <laughs> it was so rich. This fish is great, but my oh, pancreas man, is killing me. That is hilarious. Yeah. But then, then eventually he was in um, Beast of the Southern Wild. And all that oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, it's the same right. guy. What had, his, his other restaurant flipped into a like some Chinese restaurant, right? The, it was supposed to be Winks or whatever that place is. Something like that. He yeah. got in trouble, too. Well, he got arrested for some yeah, stuff. Yeah, something too. like that, yeah. yeah. I think I, I saw him out. Yeah. So. Can I tell you, like, well, right now, like, you know, we're always talking about Lost Leaders, like the good deals in New Orleans. And oh, you were, yeah, you yeah. Talking, what do you got? You were what talking about got? the meat mm-hmm. when you was a kid, like, oh, yeah, like yeah. where you could just feed on it. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, how do they afford to give me this much food for the money? Yeah. Or whatever. Rouse's. If you go to the Rouse's and like the CBD, and you get like the three tacos, mm-hmm. and get the pulled pork. Oh, oh, I, for yeah. three ninety nine. No, it's, it's the deal. It's so much meat. It's the deal that you can't. There's no. They're losing ten dollars, man, on your order. Yeah, Rouse's. And you has, take it home and you just make pork whatever. Rouse's. I just forget the tacos. I just get all the accoutrements on the side and I take the pork home and I rock it out, man. I make three meals out of it. All right, in the next three days. Can I add something to that? All right, so they have the they have the three, they got the three taco uh, that you get for three ninety nine, right? But also, sometimes the people behind the counter don't know what, that there's a code difference between the three taco and the three taco dinner, right? right? So which is a dollar more. That's right. So so you can say like I know that I want the three taco dinner, and then I get a little confused and like what is it? Is it this this one or this one? And you go to the checkout and you get the dinner and it's three three ninety nine still. <laughs> so like just to let you know. You can get that, and they also have a four ninety nine burrito that's like over. Totally, it's a total. It's deal. like eight it's the pounds. Best deal in it's the like city, eight. I, like I sometimes right. don't go eat at the Rouse's at lunch because it's like I don't know where I'm going to refrigerate all the leftovers. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you have to plan it. Like yep. they have to be really like fastidious about it or whatever. And dude, speaking of uh, Jeff being here at the hospital and, and chemo and all this stuff and, and good food, I was doing like salad bar math, like Olympics. The first time you were here, right? Yep. Because in between my house and your hotel room here um, is the Whole Foods. And so we have t- we haven't talked about this on the podcast, but the doctors say don't eat sugar or carbs because you got cancer. Right. And then all they feed you is sugar and carbs. Oh, God, the food. So, I mean, it's just loud. It's, it's unbelievable. So, like, we go to the Whole Foods and, like, and you're, everyone brings food so that you don't have to eat the shit that they have here right right and uh i'm doing the like the olympic math man on the salad bar it makes me want to do like who's that dude that did the mcdonald's 30 days thing oh uh what's your boy his face? uh yeah uh super size me. yeah super size me. Yeah, handlebar mustache i, I want to do that with like i want to eat at the whole food salad bar for 30 straight days and nothing else and see what happens and because look, because the loss leader stuff, man, they, they'll put some salmon out there if you catch them like between eleven and noon, eleven a.m. and noon. Suddenly the salmon's out there, and that's fourteen ninety nine a pound if you go and try and get it from the right. deli or whatever, from the like pro the thing, the meat department, the fish department. But if you catch it on the salad bar, it's only eight ninety nine, and then you just rock that out. You know what I'm saying? And you eat a lot of salmon and a lot of greens, huh. and huh. suddenly you're rocking. Right. Lost leaders, man. Lost leaders. You know what? You know what? <laughs> what uh, Joel reminds me of? Like they used to have cats. Like when he was a younger guy, I'm sure. But like they they would have people that would literally could tell you like 
all right, Bank Street's got free red beans on Monday. They yeah, got yeah, pizza yeah, yeah. on, such and such has got pizza on Tuesday. Yep, yep. There's a taco guy yeah. that's, that's like special Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, what bar's got free food? Yeah, exactly. Right. They, I, don't, I mean, do they still do, I mean, besides like, who does free red beans right now? Anybody? Because I used to go to Banks to watch well, Monday Night Bonds, Football. Back in the day. We talking about now. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, yeah, the, I mean, what's his face had it too? Uh, Jimmy Horn uh, have red beans for... He used to do Mondays. Now he's oh, on Saturn. At BJ's. They used to do at BJ's. He would have red beans. Yeah. I think Vaughn's had red beans. Oh, they did it at Tim's. I know Mix Bar did, but then the kid took over, and now it's like mm-hmm. gone. Is it Nick's? Uh, mix. Oh, Mix. Yeah, Nick's. Uh, yeah, Nick's. I don't need anything from But the, ba- the Banks, Bank Street, the, their beans was good. Banks was good. Bank Street Bar had oh, good yeah. beans, huh? Yeah, so did there was, Mix, there was super cool. You know there's a circuit Mix had out white there. Beans, man. We <laughs> just grew up, man. That's, that's you all. think that's There's no is. shame in uh, that. Uh, no... Oh, I can see the Reaper in the doorway right now. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here they come. Here they come. He's tall. Well, maybe we should wrap He's pale. Up. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. He's, He's hooded. Uh-huh. Oh, there he is. One long right. bony finger extended straight at me. <laughs> Griper's in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we had 57 minutes, so we could... Yeah, let's do this. It was the salmon moose. So Griper's coming in, folks, and uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up on this segment here. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. All right, wrap this up. Everybody's laughing. Nobody's I know. Laughing. I know. No, Griper's gotta get on the mic. Everybody Can we get a sound up. check in here? <laughs> Wait, no. He's gonna come on the next one. No, he's one. coming in right now. Oh, right this now? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's 57 minutes in. Do you want to do a third episode? Yeah. All right, you're up let's, right let's just wrap it up. Well, I mean, we got to. He just showed up. All right, let's do it. Yeah. So wait, let's just wrap this up, and then we'll restart it. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. All right, folks, we're going to have Griper on the next episode. It's going to be episode 150. Jeez. I know, how about that? We're getting them. What? No, no. Hey, everybody. It's yeah. a good life, babe.com. Yeah. Jeff and Jill's Tales from New Orleans, episode 149. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll see you then. Yeah, you're right. Bye. <laughs>